Hi folks, Matt here from the RCR podcast and today I'm going to be talking to you about erecting a building in your garden. You need to listen to this first. Okay people, welcome to Ask the Arb Microcast. Helping homeowners, developers and architects get your planning back on track by demystifying tree surveys. Your host is Matt Harmsworth. So sit back and relax and let us help you get your planning back on track. So this is a interesting one. I guess it was probably, I don't know what, September last year, something like that. I had spent the last, well... 10 years I suppose staying in quite a remote old tumble down farmhouse and the beauty of that particular property was the fact that I had more than enough space to store all my man toys so you know motorbikes all the usual kind of things that blokes accumulate over time gardening tools all that kind of uh, all that kind of good stuff, and then in September we um, we moved closer to the office here in Inverness. So myself and my partner moved into town, and uh, we've got a nice house. But what we haven't got is a huge shed. So luckily, I had a garage. Well, I've converted the garage to put the motorbikes and all that kind of good stuff in. But uh, you know what it's like, boys and their toys. You've got to have somewhere to put this kind of kit. Which got me to thinking yesterday, whilst I was at home recovering from the dreaded COVID, I started thinking about a chap called Dan. Dan reached out to us, I don't know, it's probably about three or four weeks ago now, um, and Dan was in a state of absolute sheer panic when he got in contact with us, and uh, he basically sleepwalked himself into... A really, really common planning trap, actually, around um, permitted development. So, should I have a sip of my spectacular coffee? Mm, I need that today. And, uh, yeah, Dan reached out to us. The reason he reached out to us is he'd sleepwalked himself into this planning trap. And the trap was that he had decided he was going to put a, uh, a building in his garden a shed, if you like, a fairly substantial, sizable shed, but a shed nonetheless, and this shed was going to be for storing his uh, motorbikes and man toys in and all that kind of good stuff. And Dan had realised that he could do this under permitted development rights. The building was far enough from the boundary, it was less than two metres high, all of that kind of good stuff was uh, not an issue. So he starts putting the base in, uh, so he excavates for the base, pours his concrete, gets his base in, and then him and his partner are having a conversation in the garden one evening over a gin and tonic, no doubt, and uh, she said, do you know what, Dan, what would be fantastic here would be if we could uh, if, if, if we could have a garden gym and that part of the building could be allocated for me for the gym because, look, I'm spending, what, £1,500, £2,000 uh, a year at the moment on uh, on going to the gym. It takes me away from the family, etc., etc., Let's have a look at um, having a section of the building as a gym. So once the initial horror had worn off for Dan that he was going to have to give up valuable motorbikes, but motorbike space, he started thinking this through. And um, a challenge came to mind straight away. And the challenge was that, I don't know how many of you are into going to the gym, lifting weights, all that kind of good stuff, but... Um, his uh, his partner was um, was into into weights, and essentially one of the manoeuvres that she was doing involved lifting a barbell above her head with some weight plates on it. 
And you can see where this is going now. Um, I'm not quite sure how tall his partner is. These things tend not to come up in conversation. But the reality of the fact is that a barbell above her head, it was it was going to be going above two metres. There was, there was no way uh, around that. And the um, equipment and the racking and all that kind of good stuff that she needed for these uh for these for these weights was sitting a good a good sort of 2.3 2.4 meters tall so the problem there is they've they've dug the shed base but uh because they need a higher garage they now need planning consent um so uh dan being the good lad that he is gets into contact with the local planning authority uh slaps in a planning application and um, the planning officer says uh it's come to our come to our attention that you've you've already started this building and he says, "Yeah, that's right. I have." Uh, and we had a we had a change of plan halfway through. So the planning officer comes out, visits the site, and um, sitting close to the boundary of the site are some is a linear feature of protected trees. So these trees have got tree preservation orders on them. Now it's an offence to um, lop, top, prune damage or do anything that could negatively impact a tree with a tree preservation order on it and dan has already poured his concrete base so he's in a bit of a pickle now um we're helping him out we're doing some air spade investigations and all that kind of good stuff and i'm sure we'll we'll turn it around so but i just thought that was a useful anecdote to uh, to share so today i'd have you consider the possibility that if you are looking to put a building in your garden or a new garage or something like that you're looking to do it under permitted development rights just have a quick check make sure that your project isn't going to uh, affect trees because regardless of whether the project falls within permitted development rights or not you've still got a um, an obligation to make sure you don't damage protected trees so that's it for me today folks i will speak to you on the next one that's it for today folks thanks a lot for listening to the rcr microcast remember if you've ever had any value whatsoever from this podcast you could do me a massive favor by heading over to wherever you get your podcasts and leaving us a review thanks a lot for listening to the show and i will speak to you on the next one cheers bye